Good Monday afternoon to you. My name is Chris. I am the host of Creative Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. And you're listening to and who will be watching our Monday uh, afternoon of empowerment. Join us today as we're talking about hope. I thought it would be great to chat about this today. So I figured I would uh, share my thoughts on the on hope today or how it shows up in uh, daily application of life and how it shows up in scripture. Turn with me, if you will, to Proverbs 13, 12. It says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. I'll read that again. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. And that's Proverbs 13, 12. Solomon is said to be the writer of our passage today. And if we think about what just the term deferred means uh, in this passage, it means to put off or to drag out as in a long drawn out process. Hope deferred can look like many things. You know, think about agonizing job searches that are filled with inner interviews and rejection because they've yet to hire you or long-term illness, or heartbreaking strings of miscarriages, or fractured and strained relationships, goals, dreams, hopes that uh, either fail or failed uh, and or remain unmet. As we eagerly hope for something important and it keeps being postponed, the longing that we can feel about that goal, that dream, that hope can make our heart sick. The word heart in the passage embodies not only the mental or emotional core, but the whole of our inward being. If something makes our heart sick, it causes despair and affliction. Uh, The Good News translation renders the verse like this, when hope is crushed, the heart is crushed. Hope deferred can lead, they say, to depression or anxiety, actual physical sickness. It is said that when we wait for a good thing so long that the desire and expectation turns to hopelessness, we can become spiritually dried up. Uh, Some say, you know, vulnerable to the enemy's attack. I'd also add vulnerability for bitterness, deep-seated disappointment and resentment. The second part of our verse, the but a desire fulfilled, is uh, a tree of life. What that means is it's giving you uh, a longing. Fulfilled is a tree of life. What that means is the tree of life represents the renewal of life. When our hopes and desires are fulfilled, we are refreshed. When our prayers are answered, we are encouraged. When we obtain the good thing that we desire, we undergo a reviving of the soul. Solomon reiterates the sentiment in Proverbs 13, 19, which says, A longing fulfilled is sweet to the soul. What does that mean for our daily life today? As I chat with you today, I have no idea where you may find yourself or what you could be facing. In uh, the context of the scripture, in my own life, I've experienced a lot, a wide array of deferred hopes. In some cases, the deepest challenge for me was that I replayed these events in my mind like a reel, which isn't and or wasn't helpful. For example, uh, to add more physical context to the uh, lesson that we're talking about today, I was reading a, a writer's response where she was talking about the experience of moving into a new home in December that had two peach trees. The barren branches showed no sign of leaves, buds, or fruit, yet she found herself anticipating what the trees would look like in spring and summer. 
She expected them to change and bear fruit, and they did. And she remarks about how it was exciting to watch the changes. Small leaves appeared, telling her that, you know what, these, these trees are indeed alive. Soon, and awed by their beauty, she took pictures to share with her daughter and friends. By then, she could almost taste the peaches. They would be juicy. They would be sweet. They would look and smell delicious. She had plans for making... Uh, she had plans to make the peaches. She was going to do cobbler. She was going to share with her neighbors. She would have sliced peaches over oatmeal and cereal. Finally, a small peach appeared on the tree. And then she checked them daily, watered them several times a week. And then she noticed that the birds, the birds were eating her peaches. She did everything she could to stop the birds from eating the peaches, like hanging strings of bright beads to scare the birds away. She wrapped the trees with netting. But you know what? The birds, they still kept coming by eating uh, the peaches. Soon, almost all of the peaches, hundreds of them were eaten by the birds. What's my point? She was disappointed. It was a unmet expectation uh, that she learned because she had this desire of what she would be doing with this tree that was in her yard. How does that relate to our daily life? I think there are a lot of things that we have unmet expectations that sometimes we focus so much on what we're anticipating that's going to happen in the future. We forget the lessons from previous experiences. Here's, a, here's our ultimate point. I wholeheartedly believe and know that God cares deeply about the hopes or the longings that we have, even the smallest one. Yet, it is also true that God does not promise us that every expectation that we have here on earth will be fulfilled the way we see fit. Things will happen in our lifetime that will lead to disappointment. When we accept that the past or that whatever it is that we're have yet to receive or that this unmet hope might not go the way we hope or dream the key for the day is to view it as not failure because it's not it's actually one of the healthiest things that we can do for our souls is to let go it is to realize to start looking ahead to get our hopes up again for all the goodness that abba has for us presently i liked how the writer nikki Koziara states it, and I share this reflection uh, with you. She writes, when we accept that the past didn't go the way we hoped or dreamed, it's not a failure. It's actually one of the healthiest things we can do for our souls. It releases us to start looking ahead and getting our hopes up again for all the goodness God still has for our lives. I was reading that ahead, so I messed that line up, so I apologize. So that that's, I think, the deepest reflection. Because when I read that and when I think about that aloud, I think about how so many times... You know the way we view experiences in our life, we view it as failure because it hasn't helped. It ha hasn't helped, or it hasn't happened. We view it as failure because you know we we really prayed, we really sought God for for this whatever that thing can be, and it can be uh, deeply concerning. It can be you know deeply hurtful that it has yet to happen, or that it just didn't work out. You know, and just just the experience of sitting with that in our lives, and I think you know. There's so much we can learn in those situations. And sometimes the learning that we experience is not necessarily within it. It's when we reflect on it. And that's why I say some of the biggest lessons that I've learned and continue to learn is that, you know, you can't live in the uh, regret of unmet hope. And that's what I meant when I was telling you about sometimes we can play our unmet hopes 
goals, unmet dreams, unmet feeling, whatever that could be and means for you over and over again. And that in itself is not always helpful. But accepting that, you know, sometimes things don't go the way that you thought. It is a failure. The way we view things, and I know we've been talking about transformation on the podcast, and I've been sharing with you how, you know, the lens, the way we see things, is it clear, is it cloudy, is it distorted? And I think that plays into our discussion of hope. How do you see what it is that you're experienced in the past tense or what you're experiencing? And that's why I love how the writer says, may our unmet hopes of yesterday stop holding captive our thoughts so we can confidently look forward to the hopes that are still to come. Here's a reflective task for today. Um, What unmet hope in your life are you having a hard time not looking back on? Sometimes writing down our disappointments is helpful. If you're struggling with unmet hopes from the past, write them in your journal. If you feel so kind and so led to share with the podcast, you can email Encouraging Your Spirit Podcast at gmail.com. And hey, I'll pray with you about that hope. I'll join with you in, in prayer on it. You can also ask God to help you heal from that. Or from whatever it is. We're always here at Encouraging Your Spirit Podcast at gmail to play, gmail.com to pray along with you. Closing prayer. God, thank you for your grace that is still to be found in unmet hopes. Help us to accept what we need to accept and to live in anticipation of all you still and do have planned for us in Jesus' name. Amen. That's all I got for you today. Just wanted to come by and share that thought hope with you hope deferred i know there's some other podcasts about talking about hope all are applicable i hope you have a great rest of your day and i hope you have a great week you be blessed